Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Success Codes podcast. I am so excited. I have my friend and fellow business owner, Samantha Murphy, with me today, and she is the Queen Bee of Miami in terms of a very successful newsletter, website, and social media, and we're going to be chatting about being an entrepreneur, showing up, and also a little bit of sales mindset. So welcome, Samantha. Thank you for having me, Melinda. I'm so excited. Thanks for being here. Thank you. So share a little bit. It's your fourth anniversary of 305 Hive. And I think that's amazing because, well, you started it before COVID and then survived to COVID. Exactly. Yeah, that was a little touch and go trying to decide if, like, do I keep going or not? <laughs> Here I am. Yeah. So, so it's actually been four years, um, October 1st. So wow, yeah. congrats. Congrats. on the anniversary. So how did this come about? Because your business model is quite unique. I, I would say it's it's a little um, more like off the beaten track. You know, it's not something everyone does and especially has success with. So share your story. So I actually bought an existing business called Just Ask Boo. She was in business um, for 14 years and now I've been doing it for four. So it's 18 years total. So 14 years ago, she started this uh, little thing because she was the go-to girl for everything. So everybody would say, you know, and it was mainly at that time, like household help or nannies. And they would say, gosh, you know, I really need a nanny. And they would say, just ask boo. So she created a, a little list. And this was before, you know, we had all this technology that we had today and then just built on it, created a website, created a whole business of community. And from day one, I was one of those people on her, her list looking for, you know, nanny and um, connecting with other moms in the area. And so um, I've, you know, I've been with her, had been with her for the whole 14 years. And then I saw I was a subscriber and I really enjoyed it. And then I read in her newsletter that she said this was her final month and uh, the end of September uh, 2019 was going to be her last newsletter. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's so sad. I'm going to miss, you know, having this in the community and like someone should continue it. And then um, a mutual friend said, but, you know, she's selling it. And I said, oh, is she? And at that point, you know, I had been at home with my kids for a few years and I had made a list of businesses. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur again and I had made a list of things I wanted to do. And but I hadn't really found the thing and I wasn't in too much of a hurry. And then this obviously connected with me because I knew it well and, and loved it and enjoyed it. So I picked up the phone and I talked to her and we talked for a couple hours and that was it. And, it, it, you know, I only had one month to launch, which meant um, obviously I'm not boo. And so I, I didn't want to keep it called that. So I uh, rebranded and, uh, you know, had to start a whole new website. And so I like to feel like I kept the essence of what was there and then uh, made it my own. Wow, that's cool. And share some of the topics you cover and kind of how um, you manage it throughout like every week you have a newsletter. Right. Every week. And plus we have several special editions throughout the year. So, um, you know, our tagline is the local buzz of Miami and, and we're here. It's basically, I like to say it's like nice people doing nice things. It's, it's a very kind community. 
um, of people wanting to help each other. We have a classified section and a lot of the posts there are free. And so you can post, you know, Hey, I, I, you know, I need a roofer or does anybody have any advice on this? I'm looking for an attorney and you will get, instead of, you know, going on Facebook or social media and, and, you know, what happens is you end up getting a lot of looky loos and a lot of feedbacks that feedback that you didn't want, you know, you'll get a few responses from just kind local people that, you know, want to help you. And usually it's like a six degree of separation thing. It, you know, it's usually like a friend of a friend uh, says, Oh my gosh, you know, Melinda's, Oh, I know. Well, I met Melinda. I'm just looking for a roofer and, roofer and they want to help you. And um, so they'll, they'll respond to that. But beyond that, you know, we have a monthly uh, keep the 305 clean and green feature um, where we like to post things for the community. We have a monthly also um, the um, history with the hive uh, where we talk about a little bit about uh, Miami history. We do a lot of things with local businesses. We have a weekly buzz feature where, you know, we just feature things that we like. It could be you know, a movie or an Instagram account or, um, you know, pretty much a lipstick, pretty much anything that, you know, we're buzzing about uh, that week. We do a lot of things um, for events in the community. Um, we have a lot of philanthropic minded um, subscribers. So we do post things um, about local charities. Um, you can, there's always ways to like donate not in every issue, but in a lot of issues or volunteer your time, that kind of thing. So it's, it's very, uh, I would say far reaching, um, all of the things that we do, we never do anything political and everything we do, um, is, you know, aimed to be positive and, and kind. We don't, you know, ever post bad reviews or, or, or anything like unkind about, about others. Awesome. So to me, I always feel like you wear so many hats, right? (laughs) (laughs) That is true. So as an entrepreneur and your mom, by the way, too. Yes, I have two kids. Yes. How would you give some, like, what advice would you give to someone out there that is trying to start their business? Because I do believe that there are so many women, especially that aspire to quit their day jobs or their kids are grown up and they want to start a business and they're confused, they're overwhelmed, they don't really know where to start. What would be some advice tips you would give to them? Well, it's an interesting, I was telling my friend this last week, it's an interesting, you know, space in our lives where it's almost like starting again. Um, you know, when the kids are, are grown and, and doing their own thing and you think, okay, because you, most women, not all men have like dialed back, you know, at, at some point because they have to be flexible. So whether that means a part-time job or, or maybe they didn't do, um, maybe they didn't start a business that they've been thinking about because they thought, oh, I need to do something safe, you know, within my arena. It's, it's an interesting time where maybe you can, um, take a risk. Like it's a second, you know, beginning. So I would say, um, maybe this is a time where like, if you have the ability to, you could start looking at maybe what you're more passionate about versus, um, what would just pay the bills. Um, so I think if you're passionate about something and you enjoy it, that alone, you know, makes it easier. A lot of people say to me, Oh my gosh, you're everywhere. How do you do it? How do you do it? And really, it just, I put one foot in front of the other and I focus on what's in front of me at, at that time. Now, sometimes that means 
you know, things <laughs> slip through the cracks because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's tomorrow. And I, <laughs> I've been focusing on today. So then I have to do a little bit of scrambling sometimes, but um, yeah, just put one foot in front of the other and, and try to find something that would, you know, make you happy at, at a, you know, I'm assuming if you're, if you're talking to a mom of kids that are, are either older or going up to college, you know, you reach a certain age in your life where, um, you you know, you probably want to do more things that will make you happy. Mm-hmm. Very true. So you are amazing, speaking of busy schedules, at showing up. And mm-hmm. I am very appreciative of Zoom. However, I do believe in showing up. I do believe in showing up in person. I do believe in building relationships. Well, um, you're very good at it because well, <laughs> you know where I'm everywhere because I see you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> So from one, you know, everyone says things to me too. So I would love to hear your perspective and advice out there on this topic for other people, because people are probably sick of hearing my point of view. So I think it's fun to hear someone else's point of view, because you and I met through the Coral Gables Chamber. So yeah, I love being a part of. Yes, ditto. Uh, And so for me, um, it's kind of what I tell my, my kids, you know, when they're nervous about something. It's so many other people are nervous and oftentimes it's not the people you would think, you know, people think like I would never be nervous. They think, oh my gosh, you're everywhere and you're so good at talking to people. And sometimes I get nervous myself. As a matter of fact, someone called me shy the other day and I was really surprised. She said, oh, you're a little shy. So I thought, oh, she saw that little part of me. But uh, everybody's shy and nervous and, and, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people in the room are. So you have to show up and put yourself out there. And, and I don't ever go into these situations with an agenda. Um, it's not my goal. To, some people think, oh, my gosh, I have to make the most of it. And I have to meet every single person in that in that room. Um, I just want to I want to be myself and I want to have a, a good time and I want to meet nice people. And so sometimes if I met one person that was a great connection for me, I'm happy with that. And maybe the next month I'll meet three people or at the next um, event I'll meet, you know, to other people. So, and I'd go a lot of places. So I also, I think that takes away some of the, you know, anxiety about feeling like, you know, you have to maximize your time, mm-hmm. but I am not, obviously I would like to grow my business, but um, my agenda is to act, to, to connect with people. If I, if I do have an, an actual agenda, I want to show up. And if there's a speaker, you know, maybe learn something from them. Um, and, a lot of times, you know, I do the opposite of what some people say. They would say, like, for example, talking about the women's chamber, they would say, go into that room and sit with a table of people you don't know and get to know them. But I also view it as time to catch up with my friends. So, you know, you and I gravitate to each other a lot of times and we sit next to each other. But then, you know what, maybe on either side of us are some new people uh, that we can get to know. And I like the 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 events that I go to where you can get up and say a little bit about yourself. Mm -hmm. And that also, I think helps you hone in on, you know, those in the room that you haven't met, but you think, Oh, wow. Like, you know, our businesses would be great together. or I'd like to get to know this person for whatever reason, or I can help them in some way. And then you can, you know, grow across the room and, and, and put yourself out there. And I've never had, um, well, I wouldn't say never, but, um, most people are very receptive and very happy, uh, to meet you. So I know some people feel that like a little nervous energy, like, well, what if I went over there and you know, they were rude or they were receptive. That's 
probably not going to happen. So just show up and put a smile on your face and, you know, make a connection with, with some nice people. You know, that's so true. I never thought about that. How simple that is, is all the networking events I've been to over the years. There's never one person that's been rude to me. <laughs> so right. like, right. so yeah, just, what are you worried about? <laughs> what are we all worried about? Fears just trying to keep us safe and just go say hi. <laughs> and these networking events, you know, are set up for this, for networking, for business. So, you know, most everybody, I wouldn't say everybody, some people have been sent there by corporate to fill a seat, but a lot of people are there because they want to connect and they want to grow their business. So there's no shame in, in, in saying, you know, like for me, um, you know, say, you know, would you like to subscribe to my newsletter or something like that? You know, and they can choose to do that or not do that. And so, uh, you know, you'll find the people that are looking for your type of business. And if not, you know what, they may refer you to somebody else. And they might say like, you know, that's not up my alley, but uh, I know someone who, you know, would be great for this or or whatever the case may be. So you never know what you'll find, um, you know, when you walk into one of these rooms, but you have to remember everyone's there for the same thing. Yeah, everyone's there for the same thing. Yeah. So tell me your, because this keeps coming up a lot, so you can tell me if this is coming up for you too. What's your stance on handing out business cards and having a business card versus digital? How do you feel? Um, I'm a little old school with the with the card and um in the sense of um I appreciate technology, obviously, you know, being in digital marketing. Um, I have to keep up with technology and I always want the latest phone and <laughs> the whole thing. But for, for business, I, I like the card interaction a little bit more, I've noticed, because in the beginning when someone would, you know, say, oh, here's my and I do have a QR code on my on my business card. Mm -hmm. So if they want to go and, and scan it, you know, they can do that. But I don't subscribe to one of these services because I feel like that there's like a little bit of an awkward moment there. And then they are like you know, scan this and then you go into the thing. And then I, I don't know where that goes <laughs> half the time, because then when I, some of them, they email you, but some, it just goes into your contacts. And so, you know, I may have met 20 people. So when I get back to my office, oftentimes I'm not going to go and, you know, scroll through my list of contacts to, to find someone. So I like the card and, um, you know, sometimes, as you know, we're humans. We don't do anything with the card. <laughs> but most times, if it's someone I, I really need to connect with, I will, you know, make sure I put it right, you know, right here, right in front of my desk. And um, I will try to shoot them an email or something uh, right away or add them to my contact list. And then I can, you know, toss the card. But um, I'm not quite there yet with, with, the, um, with the electronic card thing. Not for me so far. <laughs> it was funny because you and I had never spoken about that before. And I am on the same page with you. I'm extremely old fashioned. I love having the cards. It's also too, you really get a feel for like someone's branding. I don't mind if someone gives me a card, you know, sometimes you're at an event and they're like, oh, I like this event because we don't give out cards. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? Because I'm not right. going to remember your name tomorrow. So... Right. <laughs> no offense, but give me your card. Like, it's okay. Like, remember your name. Like, it, it's just yeah. that whole vibe. 
And um, I just find it very fascinating because, yeah, I have my cards. I take them out of my handbag the next day. I connect on LinkedIn. Some people I send an email if that's where the conversation is going to lead to. I think having a business card is still so important and then file it away or keep it on your desk, you know, whatever, you know, floats your boat. But yeah, when someone does that whole tap scan thing, I, I'm like, I'll never remember you. Here's my card. Please email me tomorrow. (laughs) So, and they do there. I think people are starting to realize that. And so they still take my card and then they send me an email or connect on LinkedIn, which is totally cool. Or even Instagram, Instagram's still a great connection too. So it depends. Well, it depends what, what it is you're looking for. You know, if it's, it's the business to business, as you know, is like a little bit more of the LinkedIn thing, but yeah. Yeah. But I find Instagram still really important. And then especially when, you know, your friend has, well, you know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you I need to follow it. Samantha on Instagram. <laughs> so. If you like people making a fool of themselves, I'm pretty. No, you do so well. I'm, I'm actually very, I admire them. I'm kind of a little jelly about it. Cause I'm like, that's really good. <laughs> well, you should remix one one day. Pick one that you like and remix it. Oh gosh. Be like a side by side. Oh, that's you'll have to show me that because I that's <laughs> like my head. I'm lucky I can post yeah. post a story, know a little bit about Canva. I felt like yeah. really good. So yeah, you'll have to give me a tutorial. <laughs> well, the whole thing about Instagram or, or any of these things I feel is that you have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not for everybody. You know, I like making people laugh and I like making myself laugh to be honest so sometimes I just sit there you know I hear an audio or something and I just laugh and laugh and I think I want to do that and then I watch it back and make myself laugh but it's that's not for everybody so you have to show up in the way that's authentic to you and you know I was telling one of my friends she's a realtor and we have this other realtor friend who's like gangbusters on Instagram and and she does such a great job and she's always doing these funny skits and showing up and you know and and our mutual friend thought, well, you know, she had to be that way, you know, to be on Instagram. And it was like, but that's not you. That's not people wanted to get to know you and you're very fact-based. So maybe you should be doing like a fact of the week or market trends or something like that. And then that'll be the, the, you know, client that will respond to you because, you know, that's what they're looking for. And everybody can't be the same, you know, on, on Instagram or anywhere. Yeah. Nope. You're 100%, 100%. And even to try to, um, you know, compare and then mimic, it just, it doesn't work in general. So yeah. So I won't be doing a Jennifer Coolidge <laughs> video. <laughs> That's one of my favorite, that popcorn one. It's so, so good. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to talk about, because this really, when I realized this working with you, Um, it really validated thoughts that I had um, discovered previously over the years. And to just to give a little context, I worked with Samantha earlier this year to help her with Bridal Buzz. And I did outbound sales calls as a way for us to collaborate and work together. And we're working together. And it, in my opinion, went really well. You could tell I loved it. And I hope you'll do it again. Yeah, we had super fun time. And I loved it. And it just made our connection even stronger. So I was really appreciative about that too. And then I uh, made some new connections during the whole process um, in the sales piece. But what was fascinating, I love stuff like this, 
is Samantha was like, yeah, she's not a fan of outbound sales calls, right? So you don't typically do cold calls. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's fun. I would say I would not call myself a terrible salesperson. I'm actually an excellent salesperson for other people. I'm a great connector. I'm happy to, you know, if someone needs your services, like sing your praises. Um, I spend more time talking about other people in those that circumstance, like than myself. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, well, you would love this, or you need to meet this person, or you need to go there, and you know, I really think you'd like this restaurant. So I'm very good at connecting, and especially when I did it for, um, I've been involved in some um, a lot of like school things or charitable organizations, um, part of the junior league, Bozar, that kind of thing. And you know, when my kids were in elementary school and I was doing like auction, I felt no shame, was happy to pick up a phone and say, you know, oh, would you like to donate something for our silent auction for the school? And it goes to a great cause. Now, when it comes to myself, I don't love that. As you said, I, I don't like to pick up the phone and, and like ask, you know, people to advertise. So that's why I like to get help in that area. And I, and everybody can't, I, I can't do everything and everybody can't be good at everything. So knowing that that's uncomfortable for me and I don't love it, um, I like, you know, I, and I don't ever want to convince someone to do something. Mm-hmm. So if someone connects with what I'm doing and they want to reach my audience, then that's great. And that's not selling them anything um, because, you know, I think it's a great fit for them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I approach it. I don't like sit down and, and go, okay, and I'm going to take out all these cards that I got and I'm going to try to sell somebody something. You know, I want to tell you about my platform and, um, and then maybe through that, you'll think, wow, this, this would be great for me. I would love to connect with, with that level of readership that she has or locals or, or whatever. And that, that's kind of my, my comfort zone, but, you know, taking out the old, um, Rolodex as he's saying, picking up the telephone is not for me. <laughs> well, I love that because, and I was with a group that, their whole premise of how you're going to make sales is that you should be doing dials, cold dials. You should be doing that Rolodex and sitting there and making dials. And what I learned working with that company in uh, 2022 is if you don't like doing that, it's not going to lead you to success. Like, it's just not. You have it can be soul crushing to hear that click. Yes. And like, oh, depressing. <laughs> and and then I had to hold people accountable. And it was just like this whole horrible energy. And there's lots of coaching companies out there that have this model, a lot of them. And a lot of coaches that also subscribe to coaching with this model. And Again, what I learned is it just doesn't work. Like if you're not someone who wants to do dials, wants to make cold calls, you're you're either just not going to do it or she's not going to energetically work. So then when I ended up, you know, working with Samantha and as we got to know each other and her business is amazing. She always has like people for her ads. She's always has fun articles and different things and she never struggles. Like she doesn't struggle because she's doing what she loves. She's showing up passionately doing what she loves. And you can hear her as she's talking about it, that she's just doing what she loves. She loves to get out. She loves all the different aspects like the philanthropy. And 
she's just having fun doing it. So the business actually of the chills like ends up just working naturally and organically because it's just her again, going back to even to the social media thing, right? Just be yourself, show up as yourself and do the thing, show up and things will end up working in your favor if you're in alignment with what you're doing. So I think um, that's one of the most important things is showing up and you can use it in your social life too. Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many times all of us say, like, you know, you accept an invitation and then the day comes and you think, oh, why did I accept that invitation? I'm so tired or I'm busy or I had a long week or, you know what, I'm not looking forward to going or, or, you know what, it was supposed to be 10 people and now it's three people and this is a bunch of people canceled or whatever the reason and you think you don't want to go, go anyway, because it is very, very, very rare that I have been somewhere and thought, this stinks. I, you know, I hate this. I want to leave. I'm not having a good time. Like it's very rare. It's, it's usually the opposite that you say to yourself, you know what? I'm really glad I came, you know, that thing that was supposed to be 10 people. I got to know these three people, you know, way better. And now we're great friends or, you know, that ne networking thing that I thought was going to be so boring. I got the best business contact, you know, out of it. I have all year. So great advice. Show up. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. And this circles it back to even when you said not having expectations. Right. Uh, and then you can always like, even if you did have expectations, because sometimes I do, I'll be honest. Um, even if let's say it didn't exactly match what my expectation was, I can always think of something good that came out of it to your point. Exactly. Always something good that comes out of it. Even if it's not like signing the $10 million deal, like it's just, you. there's always. Well, when we met, we, you, you invited me for coffee because you said, I want to write. And then we ended up that we, like it was with you, so we, you did end up writing a beautiful article for me. Thank you. But it turned into I'm like, well, you know what I do really need help with is sales. And then you're like, I'm really good at that. And then but I only do it, you know, temporarily for the bridal issue. And then so it ended up so, you know, it wasn't what you thought going into it, but it ended up being great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was open-minded and you were open-minded to the conversation. So I think that's a big thing too, right? Like too many people go in with maybe their expectations and they have like a wall up right away about something. And I try really hard. I just did a podcast about boundaries. So it's kind of in that nugget of just really hard to look at it with a different lens and take a beat before like saying no. So, cause you never know where the path may lead you. Even if, if that's not the exact thing you want to be doing, that could be something five years down the road, 10 years down the road that you're like, Oh, I'm so glad that I did this with Samantha and look where it landed me now. So yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. The magical things that can happen. <laughs> yeah. If you show up, if you show up, show up people. <laughs> show up so this has been super fun I really appreciate you anything you want to share about 305 Hive I will obviously put all your information in the show notes any closing words feel free well, if you're looking for you know fun things to do around Miami or you want to connect with other locals and nice people doing nice things I would love to have you subscribe it's free it's on our website at uh, 305 Hive Dot com And of course, any businesses out there looking to reach our uh, 12,000 local subscribers are welcome to contact me. Uh, my email is Samantha at 305hive.com. 
Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much. This was amazing. Thank you. And I hope everyone got some great tips from this and feels inspired and ready to go show up. (laughs) And I'll see you soon. See you soon, my friend. Thank Thank you. you. Bye for now.